Welcome to the Boss Lady in Sweatpants Show. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you ditch the overwhelm and comparison and teach you how to create less but better content with ease and build an extraordinary brand and business, but do it in a way that is aligned with your soul and makes you crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with faith-led episodes about content creation, social media marketing, and business growth with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, then it's time to hand your kiddos those tablets, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And today I am going to get into a couple more bad habits that is probably ruining your productivity. So last week I did part one of the bad habits. If you missed that one, just go two episodes back because on Thursdays, I always throw in a quick bonus episode. It's just me and you having a chat about everything when it comes to business growth and real life, mom life, and content creation. And then on Tuesdays, that's when I release all of my interviews with amazing people. So last week I did part one of the bad habits. If you missed it, go check it out. But today we are going to jump into three other bad habits that you might not even realize that you're doing on a weekly or even a daily basis that is impacting your productivity. It's impacting your business. You might be wondering why you can't get ahead. You always feel like you have all of these things or projects on the back burner. And I'm here to help you kind of create a new workflow, which we're going to talk in just a few minutes and, you know, get off of this hamster wheel of this cycle of always feeling behind and let's get some momentum going in your business by recognizing some of these bad habits and implementing better habits. Cause of course it, I still do it. Sometimes we kind of fall, fall behind or not fall behind, but sometimes we can catch ourselves going back to those bad habits. So if we are in the practice of recognizing them and trying to work on them with implementing better habits, you're going to be better off. Your family is going to be happier. You're going to be happier and your business is going to be better off in the long run. So let's talk about this first bad habit that you might not even be realizing that you're doing and it's your sleep. Are you getting number one, enough sleep and is your sleep disruptive? So in a few weeks, I will be releasing an episode with Tanessa Spears. And this episode blew my mind because we talked about the brain. So she's an expert in sleep and the brain and what our brain does when we sleep and what our brain needs to do when we sleep. So how often we sleep, deep sleep, it is crucial to our productivity. We even get into how alcohol affects your brain and your next day productivity. So that's coming soon. But a few things today, I really want you to analyze your sleep. Do you have a really good nighttime or bedtime routine? Is that phone in your hand? Is that phone on your nightstand when you go to bed? Are you waking up? And then when you wake up, are you thinking about what you need to do the next day? 
Are you thinking about all the projects? And then you're trying to get back to sleep. And then are you having like crazy, crazy dreams? Are you waking up with brain fog and you feel like you cannot get focused? Your sleep has a direct impact on your productivity. And you probably know this, you've heard all the statistics, but I really want you to think about number one, that nighttime or bedtime routine. Where is that phone? If you need to have it in your room, because a lot of us don't have uh, landlines, don't have it on your nightstand or your bedside table, like put it across the room. And you shouldn't even be looking at your phone right before you go to bed. We all know that that light, those screens mess with your brain and messes with the chemicals in your brain and your body. So that is like the number one thing. Get rid of that phone off of your nightstand. Don't do it. It's terrible. That is one of the things that I have done is my phone is not even on my nightstand. It is across the room on my desk. I would literally have to get out of bed and go grab it. So that has been a great kind of habit. And another habit that I have done, which is great, is I do not have my phone near me or on me after 7 p.m. That is family time. Right now, my youngest is really into the Fast and the Furious movie sequence, which I didn't realize there's so many of those. I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to take us a while to get through this. I've only seen like a couple. Did not realize how many movies are in Fast and Furious. But you know what? We are spending quality time at night, like playing games or watching Formula One on Netflix, or we're going through the Fast and the Furious. I have boys. So obviously we're not watching any princess movies or love stories, which I don't even like those anyways. But anyways, that's what we're doing. So after seven o'clock, I do not have that phone in my hand. It is in the kitchen, on the counter. Um, my family knows if they really need to get a hold of me and I'm not answering a phone call or, or answering a text, they'll get a hold of my husband because my husband always has his phone in his pocket. So we're working on that bad habit of him pulling that phone out when we're watching a movie. Even my boys have learned, hey, this is a no phone zone. So they're getting really good about getting on him about that. So that's the first bad habit. So I want you to analyze your sleep. And is your sleep good sleep? Is it, you know, are you getting a full night's rest? Are you being interrupted? Like, I really want you to start thinking about that and analyze your sleep and be more conscious of your sleep habits. All right, let's get into the second bad habit. And that is having zero boundaries in your business. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm only going to work my business from nine to three or nine to four, like however you do it. But do you have email boundaries? Do you catch yourself at dinner time or after dinner opening up your emails and answering emails? Do you have Voxer boundaries? Are you Voxering your clients late at night and answering questions? Now, if you want to and it doesn't bother you and it's not affecting your family, whatever. But if you find yourself kind of going, oh my gosh, I really don't want to be answering this person right now, then don't like you need to establish those boundaries. And I'll tell you right now, the best boundaries align with your core values. Go back to your core values and your beliefs and what you wanted for your business when you first started your business. I want you to align your boundaries with that. So establish those boundaries and then make sure you communicate 
those boundaries clear with your clients. So if you're like, hey, I am going to have Voxer support, but I'm only going to answer you like Monday through Friday between nine and five. You need to stick to that because if you start getting out of your own boundaries, your clients are now going to have new expectations. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have a hard time with this because I am such a people pleaser. And I, I see that Voxer notification come up on my phone and I'm like, I want to, I want to help them. I want to hear it. And then when I listen to it, I want to answer them. So for myself, I need to get better at Voxer. I'm pretty good with everything else not being on social media, which is another big boundary. I talk about social media in part one, but maybe that needs to be one of your boundaries is no social media in the evening and not being on Voxer. I need to get better better at that, but I want you to really hone in on your boundaries. Maybe you need to establish boundaries with the Instagram DMs. You really need to be answering DMs at nine o'clock at night. Like, is that really productive? Is that really going to help your business grow? No, it can wait till the next day. So establish boundaries in your business and make sure you are communicating those boundaries, not only with your clients, but even with your kiddos and your spouse in the house. So if you need to let them know that, hey, from this time to this time, I'm doing client calls, do not interrupt me for anything. You need to communicate that. We cannot assume that our spouse or our kids know this because yes, they support us and they know that maybe we work from home and we're building a business, but we need to communicate those boundaries to our kiddos and our spouse as well. All right, let's get into the last bad habit. And this one might go against what you do in your business and that's okay. I am not a big fan of time blocking. I might've mentioned this in the past a few times, but I'm not. I am just not a fan of putting certain tasks in a block of time and that's how it is. That's not how I roll. I am more into a weekly project workflow. That's what I have created. I have shared that and I will share it with you today. But I think that works a lot better than so-called time blocking. I am more, for me, it's not about time. It is about energy. It is about when you feel and you know when you are the most productive in your business, you know the days of the week where you are gonna feel the energy to be productive, to do certain things. You know that certain projects and tasks in your business is gonna take more energy versus other ones that take little energy. So time blocking for me just doesn't work. So I have developed a workflow, a weekly project workflow. And what I love about this workflow, it allows you to do the big projects and also the other tasks that need to be done in your business, but also having business momentum so you don't feel behind. So you don't feel like you're on this constant hamster wheel of pushing things to the back burner because you need to do, you know, X, Y, and Z. So what happens in this workflow is, and if you, this is a great opportunity for you right now to take some notes, but don't worry, I'm going to drop a link to this because it's a workbook and a Google spreadsheet, and I'm giving it to you today 
but I'm just going to quickly tell you how to do it. So with this workflow, take some time to grab a piece of paper. You might need it like a day or two. I want you to brain dump every little thing you do in your business, like everything. Like obviously you need to record or record or keep track of your expenses and your revenue. And maybe you're using Canva for social graphics and maybe you're writing blog posts and you're working with clients and you're also updating your website. Like every little thing that you do in your business, your email marketing and updating, you know, all of the stuff. I want you to brain dump. So maybe for an entire week, keep a notepad handy. And every time you're working in your business, write down the task. Like, what are you doing? And by the end of the week, you're going to have everything that you do in your business. You're going to look at that master sheet and it's going to be maybe a few sheets, but you're going to look at that. And I want you to start categorizing or putting tasks in certain buckets. So for example, I have actually two podcast buckets. I have one for interviewing and doing some research on future guests and pitching for myself. And then I have another podcast bucket for editing. Those are done on different days. And I'll explain why in a minute. I also have like my email marketing bucket, my social media content bucket, um, my planners and journal bucket. I have different buckets or categories. Once you've taken all your tasks and your projects and you put it in the different categories, look at those categories and decide which categories are going to require the most energy out of you, right? Once you've determined which categories take the most energy, you can kind of decide how long those categories or those buckets will take you. What you do is you assign those categories, especially the ones that take the most energy out of you, and put them on the days of the week where you know you're going to be the most productive. So for example, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, right in the middle of the week, that is when I am the most productive. That's when I can dedicate more time. Like Mondays, I kind of slow roll it into my week. That is my CEO day. And that is when I'm kind of mapping out my week. I might work on a little bit of social media content. I might do my expenses and revenue on that day. And then Fridays is really my personal development day or my print school day where I am watching training videos for my journals and my planners. And I like to volunteer on those days. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when I am putting the most energy into my business. And those are my bigger category sections or my category blocks. So that's kind of how I work with my weekly project workflow. And I know at the end of the day, so let's say I get to podcast editing or my client work, whatever I don't finish at the end of the day, I'm not going to do it the next day. I am going to push it to the next week into that category block. Uh, that is how you keep the momentum in your business moving forward. And what I love about this system is it's not written in stone. You can totally change up your workflow based on seasons. You may find that, you know what, a certain category or a certain bucket is going to take way more time than another one. And then summer is approaching. So I will be adjusting 
my weekly workflow so I can be spending more time with my boys because they're older. I cannot believe that my oldest just signed up for college courses. I think that's absolutely crazy. So yes, I'm going to be reworking my weekly workflow. So it's probably going to look like I will be getting up a little earlier, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I can knock out my categories and be done hopefully by noon because that's kind of when my oldest will be waking up anyways. So my workflow is going to change for the summer. So you can adjust this workflow, adjust your days, adjust your categories and make it fit your lifestyle and your business and how you want your business to work. So I'm going to make sure that I drop the link. If you are listening to this episode through a podcast app, it'll be in the show notes. Or if you're watching the video on YouTube or in the blog post, the link is going to be right below the video. But again, I want you to be thinking about those bad habits. Really think about how much sleep you're getting and if it's uninterrupted, right? Establish those boundaries if you don't have any. Or if you do have boundaries, are you actually following your own boundaries? And then I want you to create a weekly workflow for your business. That way you are putting energy on the days that work for you and you can actually see momentum in your business. So I hope this was helpful for you today. Let me know, tag me on Instagram. If you're going to listen to this episode, go back to part one. This is part two, but I will see you next week. And I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Can you do me a favor? The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to snag some freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.